I'm Obi Spencer here with Ed Phillip, and we are drinking from the Garden Hose, your new favorite podcast. Remember, you can find us wherever you get your podcasts. And if you're on Apple Podcasts, go ahead, rate us, like us, give us a comment or two so we can go up their charts and have more people follow us. And you can share the joy of our suckiness because the joy is that we suck. Sorry, the charm is that we suck. Just more proof that we suck, Obi. That's all. Yes, yes. I'm sure everyone just just turned it off now, but stay on. <laughs> We're good. Ed, how are you? I'm doing well. You know, the uh, I'm excited about the sibling episode. Got some stories. Been trying to get off my chest for a long time about my little brother. But it's the holiday season, Obi, and just a lot going on. What's, you know, how's it going for you? Oh, I, I'm telling you, I can't wait to hear more about Eric after we had him on last week. But uh, yeah, so today my wife and I, we, we host uh, the holiday my uh, my brother, who will get into some information about him, and my parents come over, and so th- that whole part of the family comes, and sometimes her family comes, and sometimes they don't, depending upon what's going on. So it's always a matter of how much our food are we going to cook? What are we going to cook? And I don't know about you, but my wife, one year she wants to put on the biggest meal ever, and then I'm constantly like, no, you need to have less. And then she'll be like, no, I don't want to cook this year. And those are worse because she says she doesn't want to cook, and then she's like – but we need dinner and we need appetizers and we need desserts. And we, maybe I'll bake. I'm like, you said you didn't want to cook. I've already told everyone it's a potluck. Just we're going to make crab cakes and that's it. No, we got to do this. We have to get fried chicken for the kids. You know, this one's a vegan and this one can't have milk. So we got to have a uh, proper uh, peas for everybody. It, it drives me nuts. And she gets, and then she's like, well, if you don't want to do this much work, we won't have it next year. And I'm like, that's fine, but you're still going to make do all that same work and just bring it to my mother's house or my sister-in-law's house. It, it doesn't matter. She just can't cook the one thing she says. It, it makes me crazy. Crazy. And how's your that's, wife around the holidays? Well, well, so that's what the holidays do, right? They bring out the craziness in us. So yeah. I, I think, you know, cooking – you know, we got similar stories, but I think the one thing I got to tell you about the holidays is like the packages, the packages that just randomly show up to my front door. Now, granted, some of them have my name on it, but today I came home today. I actually went into the office. Don't usually do that. But I go in the office. I come home literally eight boxes, eight. I'm not kidding you. Eight boxes on my front stoop. And at the same time I'm walking in, my youngest daughter is getting off the bus to come into the house. So we walk in together with eight boxes there. And let me tell you, they're not adult product boxes, so they weren't discreetly packaged. Like you knew what they were. Right. You know, and you know, the young one goes, Oh, these are holiday packages. I'm like, get away, get away. And I grab them and I run upstairs and you know, I've got to try to hide them. So I know I forgot like all about that because I've been working from home. The box, you know, the boxes just show up. I just scoop them up today we got caught a little bit oh yeah the, the packages it's it's crazy all year and then comes the holidays and then my wife's got stuff coming from work i got stuff coming for work what's in this box is it a gift is it a is it a computer monitor for work like you just don't, if it just says amazon on it, you're screwed you have to open it up you have, you're like i hope i don't open it up in front of the wrong person it's the boxes are nuts so and not this, only the, this is yeah. the new problem yeah, you're right. Well, the boxes. And the other thing is, right, so we're all we're all concerned about, you know, credit card security, identity theft. You know, so I have all these alerts, right, that come to my phone that during the regular year, it's great. You know, like, oh, I see a charge was just made on my card. 
X number of dollars at X store, right? And that's great January through November. As soon as you get to December, I start getting, well, first of all, <laughs> I start getting all these notifications about all the money we're spending, right? So, the, but the, the not, yeah, yeah, so email now, because, yeah. That absolutely kills you, all those notifications. You're just like, zzz, 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 zzz. whatever happened to, like, look, whatever happened to our whatever happened segment, but whatever happened to a quiet <laughs> holiday with just one day of craziness. I look I look back fondly on going to Walmart at 5 a.m. in the morning and punching somebody in the face to get a TV. It was easier than just pulling boxes and hiding things every day of the week from the kids. And like you said, the phone, it's it, Whatever happened to the easy holidays? Well, and then I got, you know, you got to recycle these days, right? So I got all these cardboard boxes I'm going to have that my garage just completely fills up. And then I have to go to the dump because my cardboard, you know, my uh, recycling container isn't big enough for all this crap, right? So I got to make a separate run to the dump to take all the cardboard boxes back. I mean, I know these are third, uh, first world problems, not third, first world problems. and But, you know, this is hey. about two guys just bitching about stuff, right? Yeah, but I got to call you out here. This is this is when you take your uh, fireplace and have a nice cold day fire and be like, oh, we're burning cardboard today. I'm just saying. You see, and that is why my basement floods because of climate change, because guys like you burning cardboard. <laughs> it may you know? be. It might be. I know. So I guess if I'm going to flood anyway, I might, as well, I might as well contribute to it, right? And just burn yeah, my cardboard. A little bit. I, I don't think it's the burning cardboard that's really doing it. It's probably my uh, semi truck that delivered all that stuff across the country 20 times. That's that's causing the uh, flood <laughs> or, or the plane that flew it so that the semi truck. Could yeah, you're right. You're probably yeah, on yeah. something. Yeah. Yeah. So speaking of semi trucks, speaking of semi trucks, does your brother drive a semi truck? My brother does not drive a semi truck. My my brother is a chemist. He. uh Almost got a PhD, but he did not succeed in that. So, um, yes, my brother is a smart guy sometimes and uh, not a truck driver, not a guy who works with his hands like your brother who we saw. So what – I mean, we got to see your brother. What is it he does for a living that gives him time to string up all those lights? Uh, he's a municipal city worker. What do you expect? <laughs> He's a civil servant. I mean, come on. He works for the taxpayers. He's got plenty of time. Probably has like the uh, city vehicle over his house using city ladders. Uh, I hope to God he's not using city work because uh, when I was a municipal worker for a little bit, some grifting was going on and the FBI showed up and was sniffing around. Not in my department, but uh, so you know how that can go. So, yeah, he's a city worker. That's what he does. All right. All right. Respectable. Yeah. Well, it's a perfect line because if you if you recall back when we were doing the holiday light episode with him, I said when he was younger, he'd get bored and say, let's go build stuff. Right. So now he's in the building department. Right. So he should be there. <laughs> it's, he gets bored now. And he goes, watches people build stuff. Yes. Uh, right. Right. No, no. My, I don't think I don't know if my brother had hopes and dreams uh, like I uh, at all or even hobbies. My, my brother is more just a lunatic. So couple of years younger than me and uh, always getting him. He didn't look for trouble, but he didn't ignore it when he saw it coming around. Like he, he would sort of like, let me get in the way of this and, and see what happens. That was his experimentation. So like we were having a pickup game of football and, you know, 
all sorts of weird things happen during pickup games of football. And he was a he was a small kid. He he wasn't big. He was athletic but small. And we had this one guy uh, who we played with. His name was Fridge. He was a big dude, like tall and wide and muscular. He was an offensive lineman, and he looked like an offensive lineman, but he could move. And so in certain times in the football game, you know, people just be like, uh, yeah, we'll just, just score a touchdown. We'll just watch you run. But not my brother. He gets himself in the way of this dude every single time, just tackling them, tackling the guys. Finally, like, why is it every time I, I get tackled, it's you, you little man? So that, that sets the stage for his sort of, I'm just going to go all in. So now we're playing another day and he's running the ball. And I guess he puts his head down and smack. It sounded like an NFL tackle. And this is no, no pads, no nothing. And my brother gets up and his face is bleeding. Like in a boxing match, just comes down and he sees the blood drip and he's laughing about it. The poor dude who tackled him was on the ground for at least another 15 minutes, writhing in pain. He may not have gotten back in the game, we were discussing this story a couple of weeks ago, and, and I honestly couldn't remember whether he got back in the game. So my brother had a little something wrong with him. Went into chemistry. We're lucky he didn't learn how to build bombs. <laughs> Who's to say he didn't, right? I mean, chemists right. can do that stuff, right? Yeah you, yeah, you you talk about it being a little off. Like, So my brother told you he got bored. He liked to build stuff. But when he was a young kid, he was very curious. Couple couple things about him. One One day, and again, this goes back to proper supervision that my parents didn't provide us either. Um, my my brother decided to take a key, a metal key, and he stuck it in an outlet one day. And I will tell you, when you do that, things turn things turn black. The outlet turns black, the key turns black, and half your arm turns black. He's lucky he's alive. You're, you're lucky you have a brother. That's like what they tell you not to do. Don't stick metal in an outlet. Your brother's like, oh, let me try. Well, well he was like two. No one told him not to. And then, interestingly enough, he went off to college and he studied electricity. You know, like he became he, like he wasn't an electrician, but he got into that. So that started it. Right. But then, you know, he's always a curious guy. Right. So he would or kid, I should say. So he would wake up in the morning and my, before my parents did. And instead of going in and waking them up, he would just go out into the kitchen and open up the refrigerator and just like take crap out like the eggs and drop them on the floor, or the deli meat, drop it on the floor. And my parents would wake up and crap would be all over the kitchen floor so they had to go get like a I, no joke they had to go get a burglar alarm that was like you hook to the top of the door and if the door moved it would go off that way they would know he was up in the morning but then he even figured out that if you opened it like three inches you could slide out without it going on like three and a half inches the damn thing went off three inches you could get out and uh so yeah so my brother had a key in the in the outlet and a burglar alarm when he was like three Sneaky little devil. Who knew he was going to turn into the uh, Christmas uh, light expert? But uh, yeah, your your brother was devious. Mine was just straight up. Cr cr another story, just how, how crazy he was. We were playing uh, manhunt. I, I may have shared this story before because I and, and when we were talking about games when we were younger. But he climbs up a tree 20, 30 feet in the air, which is already crazy. So the other one of the kids sees him up there, goes, oh, I, I can get him. That tree's not too hard. So the other kid starts climbing up the tree, climbing up the tree. Kids are three quarters away the there. My brother leaps through the air to another tree. And <laughs> at that point, everyone's like, you won. Game over. 
good luck getting down because the other tree was not a climbable tree you know it was like good luck and i mean he got home so i abandoned him too i, I was not gonna stick around to find out what happened so he did get home after uh hurling or hurling himself from one tree to another because like i said just a little a little different than everybody else when he was younger sounds sounds like your uh your brother is lucky to be, to be alive speaking of devious right so you talk about my brother so <laughs> I mean, I can't believe you had the balls to do what I'm about to tell you. We, when I went away to college, I left my car at home. You remember, you went, we went to the college. You couldn't bring a car freshman year. Plus, right. you didn't want to because all the parking tickets at that university, right? So I leave my car at home. It was an 82 Dodge Aries, piece of junk, parked it in the car in driveway. My brother was a latchkey kid. Both my parents were working. So I'm away at college. I come home like Christmas break. My brother's like, yo, I take your car out every day after school drive. I'm like, you're 15. What are you doing? He's like, I'll never get caught. Mom and dad are working. They don't know. I'm like, yeah, but if you get in an accident, nah, I'm a good driver. So oh, so I'm like, all right, I'm not going to say anything, but you better not screw my car up. You know, no, no, I'm good. So, you know, winter break comes and goes and like the springtime comes and my parents call me like one Sunday afternoon when I'm at school. And they're like, so uh, we have some news to share with you. You know what your brother's been doing? I'm like, uh, no, no clue what's going on. Oh, we found out he's been taking your car out for drawer No way. I can't believe he's been doing that. Yeah. And, and the way he got caught was he was driving down the road with my cousin in the car. And they passed an off-duty cop who happened to be a member of the firehouse. And the next time my brother was at the firehouse, the cop found him and says, listen, how old are you? Because uh, you're not 16, are you? And my brother's like, no, no, I'm 15. He goes, well, then why did I see you driving a car? You know, and then the whole thing. And so um, my brother got caught that way. So then... Uh it goes go figure the guy got it literally and you can't do this anymore he literally got his driver's license two days after he turned 16 he got his permit when he turned 16 he had already scheduled the driver's test went two days later and passed well he'd been driving for a year yeah and then two days after that he totaled the car not my car but a different car then he got a car and told his car so yeah, yeah. no no the next story I got from my brother is a completely different. We're going to change directions on it because this shows how young and stupid he could also be. You know, crazy is one thing, but just also sometimes just a whip. So I told you he was athletic, but he was not bulky in any way, shape or form. He ran cross country. He wrestled. Then he did summer track. And no matter what coach he had, even track coaches, you got to lift. You got to lift. Kid would not lift. And the reason he wouldn't lift he had to be like 12, 13, like really young. I don't know, whatever, whatever you, at your day job, you know how young it is that they finally let kids into the weight room usually. So he went to the weight room uh, at our local gym with me. Uh, and it was like the first time he was lifting weights. And so, like I said, possibly preteen, definitely a young teenager. I was still a teenager. And I set him up to do some bench press with some dumbbells. And as he's doing the dumbbell bench presses, the other guy who I usually go with, he needs a spot. And he's doing traditional bench press. So if one guy can just need a spot for helping getting up, the other one to protect his face. So over I go. I'm spotting this guy. And I see my brother struggling. And I'm like, all right, let's get this guy through. And this young woman, probably 22, 23, goes over and spots him while he's bench pressing probably 15 pounds nice never went back to the gym that was it he was so embarrassed that this woman had to help him out and 
you know, as, a, as somebody who goes to a gym, she knew what she was doing. Like, she wasn't like, you know, an amateur there. I would gladly let her spot me f- 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 whenever. He just is so embarrassed that he had to get spot by a girl. He never went back to the gym. Well, I think that just speaks to being 12 and awkward or being yeah. 18 and know what you're doing, right? Like, and I'm yeah. not talking about lifting weights. <laughs> I'm talking about <laughs> know what you're doing. Like, some lady comes over to spot you when you're 12. You're mortified. When you're 18, you're like, hey, 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 hey. Yeah, hey, what day have you seen you here before? That's right, exactly. How you doing? Can I I buy you a protein drink? Oh, exactly, exactly. So you're talking about athleticism and stuff in your brother. So my my brother, he 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 didn't really do the sports thing, but one thing he did do, right? And you gotta give him credit for this, he did karate, right? And he ended up getting a black belt in karate. So Props to him. I got a white belt, right? And actually, I got a black belt on today. I bought it at the store. But he got a black belt in karate. So he used to do us a lot of sparring. A lot of, you know, every week he was at karate. So one week, he kicked another dude. Um, I guess they kicked legs again. It doesn't matter. He broke his shin, right? My brother breaks his shin. And it's like the second day after he breaks his shin. So he's still in a lot of pain. He's got crutches. And he's in like in a brace. But in a lot of pain because... You imagine breaking your shin. So he's in the house. My parents, again, I told you about this whole supervision thing. My parents are out. I was like 17 years old, junior in high school, probably. Maybe even a senior. My brother's like 13, 14. So he's home. He's in He's in our TV room. I took his his crutches. I was playing around on his crutches. You know, every, anyone has crutches. If you don't need them, you play around on them. If you have them, you hate them, right? If you need to use them. So I'm playing around on his crutches. All of a sudden, my I was going out that night. My buddy's horn honks, right? Oh, got to go. I just put the crutches to the side, and I took off. Well, the, where I put the crutches, well, it got on the other side of the room from where my brother was sitting. Kid was in pain. He couldn't get he, he <laughs> Kid didn't leave the room all night until my parents came home from the bar they were at. Again, told you, supervision. And uh, so I come home, and I get in trouble for that. I'm like, wait a second. They're right across. He, I mean, he could get out. He could crawl. I don't see what the big deal is, but people are still upset at me about me about that to this day. So that one, I will say, would have never happened with my brother. My brother would have crawled. Over, like, that's the kind of crazy he is. Like, I am 100% positive I could have put them up the stairs because I probably would have just to watch him go, no, you can go get him. And, and that little lunatic would have been like, so the doctor said, don't walk on it. I don't care. I need to put the crutches. And we climbed up the damn stairs to, to go get them for sure. But, Obi, but, what we don't know, because security cameras weren't around, we don't know if my brother just tried to frame me and if my brother right. actually didn't get around all night. And then when my parents came home, he played like the victim, you know? We don't know right. that. He, yeah, he, he went, he got just one, hobbled around with just the one crutch. And, and then he just said, Ed left the one over there. Yeah, maybe. Ed left the one. I just know I got in trouble. And my mom... Oh, she was such a sucker for him. Oh, you hurt my baby. That's ridiculous. Oh, oh, the little, oh, the baby at the family. Oh, oh yeah. Whoa. I got to tell you. Oh, yeah. yeah. It is just crazy what little brothers get away with. I mean, my my younger son's a little screwed because his mother is an oldest child with two younger brothers. And I'm an oldest child with a younger brother. So like, I, we, we're, we're on to him. And sometimes when my oldest is like, no, you know, I didn't do that. He's just mean. We're like, yeah, your, your brother's just kind of mean. So yeah, maybe he did start that shit. So yeah. we, we, we're on to him, but 
these little brothers, they're rascals. They they can be some real pains in the asses, these fucking kids. Parent. Time that kid or the third kid or the fourth kid. Like the youngest kid gets away with everything. Like I had a curfew. My brother, like by time, I mean, my brother was driving illegally. My parents didn't even know about it, right? Right. So my parents, my brother didn't have a curfew. I mean, ridiculous stuff that he got away with because he was the baby. I mean, come on. It, it, that is a little ridiculous, don't you think? Oh, I totally think. Totally. My Not only did my brother get away with stuff because he was the baby, he then on top of it got away with stuff because he couldn't read. He had, he had really bad dyslexia. So he, he could not read until like sixth grade. And then because he couldn't read, of course, he was in you know the, the class for the kids who couldn't read. Time he got to high finished high school, this is impressive. He went from the kid, class of the kids who couldn't read to honor science and, and regular classes all the way. Like other people are like, oh, he's the one guy who got out. He got out. <laughs> but yeah, did my parents baby him? Oh, oh, he's so precious. And then anytime we want to do anything as a family, let's say we want to go see a movie. Uh, you know, we're gonna go see a movie. Three people are like, we'd like to see movie A. He's like, I'd like to see movie D. Like nobody's, it's not even on anybody's list. And we have to compromise with this kid and go see movie. No, no, you come to the movie that the whole world is seeing. You're going to, no. Oh, such a little think. Oh, yeah. But, but, but there are benefits to having a little brother if you then learn that he is the baby and gets away with stuff, you can then manipulate that, right? Yes. So, right. So I learned to do that and I'm sure you did. And one of the ways I did that manipulated it was, you know, I was the older brother. My parents trusted me because I was the older, smarter, better looking one, you know? And so, you know, if you remember, we had that hot tub party in college, right? Yeah. And we, we needed someone who had knowledge of electricity, just like Ben Franklin, Flew the kite with the key. My brother stuck a key in an outlet. Obviously, he has knowledge of electricity. So he came down. And if you recall, he wired up like extra outlets so we could plug those portable hot tubs in the backyard and have that party. So my kid was my brother was in high school. My parents let him come visit me at college to the fraternity house. So it yeah. worked out. And, and and we know at least once his clothes got pissed on and I <laughs> I'm not going to speak on your brother's sobriety at a, at a college party, but I know the answer to that one. Um, <laughs> I know, but that's because, first of all, baby brothers get away with everything. And then, you know, the older brother is always supposed to be looking out for him. So so it does come in handy, right? There's some things you can do to, to make it come in handy. Absolutely. I felt like anywhere I took my brother, my parents were instantly like, oh, okay. If, if you're willing to take your brother, it must be okay. Yeah. <laughs> We lost my brother at Woodstock, and I and now he's like, You guys were 18, I was like 13, and you guys just lost me at Woodstock. I was like, Really? So, the concert where the naked guys were playing hacky sack on the stage, you were with your brother who you had no idea where he was at the time because you were infatuated with the naked guys on stage. Is that correct? We Is lost that my brother long before the naked guys. He went on a he went on a mudslide. We're like, That's too dirty to do. Like, we're not diving in mud. We looked around for him, and then we're like, eh, he'll be naked okay. Guy. Naked guys. You're like a dog with a squirrel. You're like, oh, naked guy. And you ran over. Yeah, right. Probably what it was. What is that? And, yeah. and that? Did not see him again. He made it back to the tent successfully alive, but no. He, way too young. He's like, 
I was like 12. I'm like, you were what? How? Then you start counting on your fingers doing the math. They're like, damn, you were 12. <laughs> yeah. Believe- and then and then you go, I can't believe mom and dad let you go to Woodstock when you were 12. They never would have let me go. When I was 12. No way I could have gone. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, absolutely. The younger brother absolutely. gets away with anything. So real quick, I know we got to finish this up, but this is another example of the younger brother getting away with stuff. So when again, younger brother, he pissed me off one day. Um, and, uh, he wouldn't let me, I, I don't think he let me in the garage or something. I was outside. He wouldn't let me in and the doorknob was missing. So there was that little hole through the door and he's sticking his face in that hole going, nah, 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 you can't come in or whatever. I, it was something like that. Right. So I'm like, oh yeah. And I spit in his face right through the hole. Boom. And guess what? He opened the door. Cause he got like blinded by the spit and I got in right. Well, like four hours later. It's over. I spit in his face, got in, over. Four hours later, I'm in the bathroom upstairs getting ready for dinner, and my brother cheap shots me, and I hit my head. I fall over, and I hit my head on the corner of the wall. I end up blood gushing everywhere. I have to go to the hospital, get stitches, and guess what? It was my fault I got stitches because I shouldn't have spit in my brother's face four hours earlier. That one's rough. I'm going to go now. For my last story here, I'm going to go back to the manipulation that older brothers use with uh, with their younger brothers. And I'm going to go not with you and me and my brother, but my sons. And they're, they're brilliant. We, we will literally, my wife and I, hear my oldest talking to the youngest. This is what we want to accomplish. You better go ask. So we'll know what the end goal is. We'll know why Alex is coming in the room. Alex will come in and still convince us. Like, we'll be like, we're not doing that. No, Alex will come in and we'll be like, and say, knowing what's going on, little brothers are a great tool when used properly. You're right. Absolutely amazing. Yep. So that, and I'm sure I have multiple uh, examples of, of taking that into control when I was younger too, but they're just not funny stories. So I'm not going to tell them, but yeah. Right. If you, So anybody who's listened to this, if you're young enough, first of all, if you're young enough to, to take advantage of this, why are you listening to us? This is an adult show. But second of all, um, if you are, though, and your parents have supervision skills like my parents did and you're able to listen to this, make sure you're utilizing that younger brother to get what you need. Yeah. Great tool, that kid. No doubt about it. So I think that that's going to bring this one to an end. I, I think this is a it good is. time to end it here. Remember, if you're listening on Apple, like I said, rate us. Leave comments. If you listen anywhere else and you can rate and comment, do that too. Share us with your friends. They can find us wherever they get their regular po- podcast. We are Drinking from the Garden Hose. I'm Obi. That's Ed. Before I sign off, Ed, anything else to add? Oh, yeah. Just get ready. The end of this is our second to last show for this year. Our last show of the year is going to be the Crazy Nights episode in honor of New Year's Eve. So get your crazy night stories ready, Obi, and everybody else. Think about, hey, what are those crazy nights you had growing up? Absolutely. I got some good crazy night stories that <laughs> that don't involve Ed because I got some with Ed, too. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Take care, everybody. Remember, the charm is that we suck. <laughs>